Hey there, hey, and thank you for tuning in to this Thursday pod of Born to be a Star. Today is Thursday, another day, another opportunity for you to recognize your star power. And there's a lot going on with it being Christmas come Monday. Have you finished all your Christmas shopping? What are you having for dinner on Christmas? Are you going to spend, be spending time with your family this year? Or did something take you away from that? Whatever the case may be, whether you're spending time with your family before or after the holiday, which is weird because it's on a Monday, let us take the time to recognize our star power, to look at our reflections in the mirror and say to ourselves, today's the day for us to say, yes, we can. Yes, we can decide we want to read a new book. Yes, we can decide that we want to change our hair color. Yes, we can decide that we don't want to do dip on our nails and instead we want to do gel UV. We can also decide that we like pedicures. We can decide that we want to listen to Fox News. And we can also decide that we might decide we want to change our favorite cake. Maybe instead of it being chocolate, we want to eat red velvet cake. Or you could just decide entirely not to have any salt or any sugar and just be healthy. Regardless, today is an opportunity for you to say to yourself, yes, I can. Find a new hobby. Find a new friend. Meet somebody. Get married, have kids, buy a house, buy a new car, travel, get my passport stamped, start a podcast, find a new job, change my major at school because I hate my major and I don't really want to really want to do that when I grow up. Yes, you can change any of those things. You can also decide that you want to change your mind. Why not? Following that is the never give up. Because if you give up on yourself or anyone you love, you're never going to see something through to the end where it needs to be. Never giving up means you persevere through the difficulties, through the darkness, through the bad times to get back to the good. That's what it means. So even if something is uncomfortable and you don't like it and you don't want to deal with maybe not getting what you wanted or you had an expectation and you fell short of that, don't give up on yourself. And don't give up on anybody that you love, whether it's your friend or your family member. Always hold through to the end. And, you know, believing in Jesus Christ, believing in Catholicism and just Christianity entirely, always gives you the ability to hold strong and hold the course. Because often I say to myself, if Jesus Christ experienced everything he experienced, who am I to complain? And I mean, saying that out loud leads me to think I'm not really, my experiences are not really comparable to that. Sure, there's times when I feel like I'm the most unluckiest person in the world, but it's just not comparable. John Cena says it right. The never give up to him is a mantra. and He holds that saying strong, not only just for us, but for all those who serve around the world, the American soldiers. And so I hype that up and I say that every day to myself when I look in the mirror before I get up and I go to work. Because those men and women are doing the same thing to protect me and keep me safe here. Following the never give up is the why not today because indecisiveness and procrastination isn't going to get you anywhere. Yesterday, what earlier today, I stopped at the mall and I had to pick up a few things for presents. Because I always do presents at work. And I know some people don't do it, but I do. So I went, I got what I needed to finish off what I was doing. In the mall, I was even able to find a parking spot. 
eye roll because there's like 5 million people in there. But I was able to get done what I needed to get done. And overall, I thought it was a really good experience. Um, if I had waited to go tomorrow on Friday to try to do what I needed to do, I probably wouldn't have gotten it done. And I wanted to be able to give the gifts to the people before Christmas came. So that's why I did it today. Indecisiveness and procrastination isn't going to get you anywhere. And then you start running out of time and you're not able to do things that you really want to do. Right? If the dishwasher's not working in the kitchen, you probably need to get it fixed. If you want to change the color of the walls in your house, then you need to go to Lowe's and buy some paint and get a paintbrush. If you're unsatisfied with your life, your job, your relationships, any of those things like that, then figure out a way to fix it. It is up to you to make decisions and make your mind up. Because if you wait too long to make decisions to tell somebody that you love them or apply to that job you really want to work at or, I don't know, change your major at school so you don't waste your time doing something you don't like. If you are not very specific of what you're doing, you're going to end up losing because we can't buy time. We cannot stop time. We don't have a click button like Adam Sandler. We do not have that ability. So don't waste today for tomorrow. Assuming you have time you don't have. We can't control that. Moving on from the mantra of the day. First of all, happy holidays. I'm tired of fucking saying happy holidays. Merry Christmas, okay? Merry Christmas. Why do I have to give a fuck about someone else's religion and I live in America? Why can't I say Merry Christmas? Why is it that the society wants me to say happy holidays instead? It's not holidays. It's Christmas. Merry Christmas. That's how I'm going to start off today's No Media Allowed. Does Colorado actually think that they can take Trump off the ballot and it's going to stick? And did MSDNC and Clinton News Network and uh, Nobody Cares Network actually think that other Democratic states are going to be dumb enough to take Trump off the ballot? Do they want an all-out war here? Because that's coming soon. These people are cheating, right? Just like they did in 2020 all over again. Because the person that they have running against them isn't going to win. And they're not speaking to the people. I'm looking at Greg Gutfeld right now, right? While I'm doing this. And Tyrus says something very important at the beginning of the monologue on Greg. Trump removed the questions. He provided a very easy, clear lens of politics. He called the media out for who they are. Fake media. He wasn't scared. He wasn't nervous. He was very confident. Things were pretty great when he was the president. And you know who doesn't like that? Progressives. You know who doesn't like that? I'll tell you, China, these atheists and these thieves and these anti-family, anti-Christian, anti-life people, 
these psychotic, progressive, everybody has a problem person, right? They are looking for a culprit in a way to alleviate any opportunity for you to realize that everything is connected to Jesus Christ and God and religion and family. The United States of America was built behind the idea of God. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty, justice, and for all. That's the Pledge of Allegiance for elementary school. There's also a constitution of the United States, and we also have rights here. And they keep trying to fucking remove them every day. And I'm just getting fucking tired of it. Even John Fetterman is tired of it because he understands if he wants to get fucking reelected, he can't talk this bullshit and he might actually have to run as an independent. Because do you really want to be on the side of Democrats right now? They sound insane and we keep hearing them and nothing's being done about it. It's embarrassing. Not only is it embarrassing, but it's concerning. We are not okay here. I told you about the lady that I listen to that does podcasts, right? I listen to her every week from Dinesh D'Souza, Rebecca Walsh, I think. Very interesting. Let me see if that's her name. I was right. It's Rebecca. I'm sorry. It's Rebecca Walzer. So listening to Rebecca Walzer, her last podcast, because she's really busy right now. They're attacking the dollar, the American dollar money. It's dying. Now, they are going to try, the government in the United States of America is going to try to pull wolves' clothing over sheep's eyes or whatever that saying is. They're going to try to do a fast one where they just come in, Jerome Powell says, we're moving to, you know, currency that's electronic. And this is how it's going to happen because blah, blah, blah. No, they're going to move into that because the American dollar is, is losing all of its value. The economy is not getting better. The numbers aren't okay. And when you see Democrats and, I don't know, Joe Biden and the real party that's taken over the Democrats, which is not Joe Biden, but Bernie Sanders. They're not going to let a socialist be the president. So they elected in Joe Biden so he'd do their dirty work. Really? Really? The kids aren't behaving at school. You're not getting paid enough to survive. You can't buy a house. You can't buy a new car. You can barely afford your groceries and rent's due. Nobody feels bad for you. And your credit score might be getting flushed down the toilet. And again, nobody feels bad for you. Welcome to your life. If you're young and you're trying to live your life, good luck, buddy. No one cares. 
they legitimately don't care anymore. The war on freedom is happening every day in the United States of America. When I see these Hamas protesters that are pro-Hamas, anti-American, I'm starting to wonder when the fuck they're getting deported and their student visas are getting removed. Why are we allowing all these illegal people into our country? And this is a war on our freedom as Americans. I don't want every time I go to Burger King or McDonald's or any fast food restaurant, everybody to wait on me to be fucking Spanish. There's clearly a problem where the majority of these people at all these fucking retail jobs and stuff are Spanish, right? That's telling me something. A, they're illegal aliens, and two, where the fuck is everybody else? And I'm not just saying it's Spanish people, but I'm saying it's concerning. I'm starting to recognize it. Why does China get a pass? They shouldn't get a pass on anything, especially... After their leader of the CCP just told Biden they might still go after Taiwan, even though they did all that deep throating bullshit when they went to California cleaning up the fucking streets like it's actually clean. They let it all go back to the shitty hell hole it was not that far after because it's all a joke. The Pope needs to say nope. I don't think that some of these decisions that are made about marriage and relationships and christening and godmothers and godfathers and religion can be connected with this insanity, with LGBTQ plus negative sign, whatever it is. I think that it's completely irrational and insane and it does not really correlate back to the Bible or the principles of Catholicism. I think that Christians, especially Catholics, Catholics need to push against the Pope, especially after in California, they have that weird get together where they insult Catholics. Now, I'm not saying Catholics are completely clean, but what religion is? Baptists did far worse things than Catholics, and nobody wants to talk about that. But I do. And I bring up the question of what do these other religions do? Because they take money and it seems like they're taking it for themselves. It's hard for me not to see that. Right? But the Pope needs to understand his target audience. Catholics. They hate family and they hate Christianity. So of course they hate Catholics. The FBI is watching the church. The FBI is watching what? That's horrible. And we need to continue to talk about that every day. But the Pope has to remember his responsibility. They should have never allowed gay marriage. They should have never allowed any of the shit that they did. I think they took away the meaning of marriage. Now, I'm not saying gay people can't be in relationships and get married, but they took away the true meaning of marriage that's in the Bible. And because they did that, it's all a joke. So the Pope has a responsibility here. He can't be on the left. Because the left's irrational and insane. They're socialists. They have the audacity to call Donald Trump Hitler. But how wrong was Hitler? 
It makes no sense. It really doesn't. But the Pope needs to be better. He just needs to say and clap back at these people. No. You can't be Catholic. And it's going to hurt them. But that's too bad. Conservatives shouldn't cave. Conservatives shouldn't cave. They shouldn't allow these people to believe that they're going to win. Laura Ingram was on earlier. And her message of the night was that we're winning. And we are winning. Christians are winning. Conservatives are winning. Young men and women are winning. Why? Because the message is pretty clear. If you're voting for Biden, you're voting for failure. Because he cannot walk, talk, or hold any type of cognitive conversation. And I know people like to make fun of Trump and say that he couldn't read when he was looking at the um, teleprompter. But Joe Biden is stuttering and tripping over his own feet. He is an embarrassment. His son clearly has a drug issue. And they clearly were doing panhandling with China and any other country that would give them money. They've all done it. And it should be illegal. It doesn't matter if it's Joe Biden or Obama. How did they get all those beautiful, luxurious homes? Working those shitty jobs where you don't make any money. Somebody tell me. Because none of it adds up. I don't want to hear anything from Nikki Haley. I definitely don't want to hear anything from I want a donut Chris Christie. And I'm just over it. And you should be over it too. Conservatives need to hold strong. The new Speaker of the House needs to be strong. And Matt Gates' decision of getting rid of Kevin McCarthy shouldn't be judged and hated. It should be acknowledged and respected. Kevin McCarthy was a traitor to the Republican Party, a rhino. And Mitch McConnell needs to go, and a bunch of others do too. Anybody siding with the Democrats is a traitor to the Republican conservative movement, and they're a traitor to make America great again. And anybody who wants to come after a Trump fan or a Trump follower and make fun of people and call you the MAGA squad, go the fuck ahead. Make America great again sounds far better than Joe Biden's what make America worse again. Taxing us for no reason, misusing our money, and fucking up. Because I don't see the roads fixed, the schools aren't better, and these kids are beating the shit out of each other in the school, outside of the school, committing murder on a daily basis, and nothing's happening to them. You can go into any store anywhere across the entire United States of America, rob it and kill somebody, and get away with it, and walk out of jail. That's America. It's not a safe place. It's not a place you're coming to for any other reason but to scam the scammers. These illegal people coming into our country every day, 200,000, whatever the number is, they're coming here because they're playing a game. And the game is on us because we are going to be the minorities here. And the Democratic Party has been planning this the entire time. Which is why we have to get them out of power and we need to get somebody more competent back in. And the conservatives can't fold. We have to be strong. The new Speaker of the House has to put the border with Ukraine. They're not getting any more fucking money for Ukraine. And after they come to a decision on Ukraine, I mean, on the border, I say we strip out Ukraine. Because how much money are they supposed to get? I'm not on the side with these war-pandering morons talking about Ukraine. 
they don't have anybody fighting the war anymore. It's a lo- It's a loss. It's been a loss. I told you that a long time ago. The house is on vacation, but there's still people there fighting. The elite don't want you to know that they're coming for your money because they don't want to work for their money. Yep, moving into the main part of the conversation. Bravery takes courage. Bravery does take courage. (coughs) The courage to believe in yourself when it might not be easy. The courage to believe something's possible when you don't think it is. It's really difficult to think of something positive when you're forced to be surrounded by negativity all the time. It's far easier to say stuff like, no, I can't, instead of, yes, I can. But I think we have to remove ourselves away from just being relentless failures. I think we have to stop ourselves from saying, I give up. We can't say that at all. Like, the idea of never give up isn't, I'm tired. I don't want to experience this anymore. This is too difficult. And I've been that person before, but I can't be that person anymore. Be brave in your beliefs. Be brave in your thoughts. And be brave in your dreams. Don't limit yourself because others are questioning you or doubting you. In fact, if people are doubting you or questioning you, be even more braver in your aspirations in life. You're only going to live here once unless you figure out a way to live as a fish or something. But seriously, be brave and be courageous at the same time. (coughs) The next part of the conversation, the church is the center of it all. God is the center of it all. And until the United States of America and the rest of the world recognizes Jesus Christ as the center of it all, which he has been since the beginning of time because he created time, he is omnipresent, he is always, and he is forever, he is the creator of everything. Until humans understand that they're going to have a very difficult time. I used to be someone that thought that I we have to be more aware that Jesus Christ is the epicenter of our lives. And when you have everything else in line with that, Things just begin to work out. Even if things don't necessarily work out the way you want them to, they will. I told you multiple times over and over and over again about my polycystic ovary syndrome. And I guess I just keep talking about it because I finally have figured out my fertility, even though I haven't figured out how to get pregnant. But I finally figured out that I am fertile and I will be able to figure it out. And for such a long time, I didn't think I was going to have that option can you imagine that being a young woman thinking you can't have your own kids i mean can you be in a can you imagine being a man thinking you're going to die of cancer or can you be imagine that you're going to get a limb cut off or you're not going to be able to accomplish something or finish something or you're sick 
imagine any of those things. But you can't think about those things. If you're thinking about God and you're trusting in Jesus Christ, then you have to believe that at some point you're going to get through it all. And I never stopped believing in that, even when I just wanted to cry in a corner and I just thought my world was over. I always believed that God would make a way. And he did. So whatever you're going through, whatever you're experiencing, whatever's not going as great as you want it to go, you can't stop believing in that because God will make a way. And even if you don't believe in religion and you're atheist or you're just negative or you want to believe in the devil, and I believe in the devil. Even if you want to put statues of demons up (coughs) and you'd rather bow down to a demon in the darkness than to the light in Jesus Christ. Just think about it. Who else would allow the most dumbest being to exist and fuck up over and over and over and over and over again and still give them the opportunity to live and forgive them and give them unconditional love and unconditional options? There can only be one Jesus Christ. I live my day, I live my life, I live every second, every minute, every hour through him. I am a vessel for him. I speak the word of Jesus Christ because I am only here because he allows me to be. I'm very excited about my passion for my belief in Jesus Christ. I love going to parish every week. I love being involved in church events. I love the fact that I'm on the choir, that I get to be a greeter, and that I am on the... um, the gardening team. I love the fact that I get to volunteer and I get to watch the kids grow and them get to pick out who they're going to have as their saint. I, I love the entire process of it all. And it means everything to me. It's instilled in me in a way that I, I didn't think I'd be able to have. And I just don't belong to a parish. They are my family. And I'm truly blessed. And I'm just so grateful that God has given me my own church family that I can rely on, that I can cope with things and that I have other people to believe with me. So if you're feeling like you don't believe in, you don't have anything to believe in, maybe contact your local parish and see if you can join the RCIA group and see if you can get started with becoming a Catholic. Maybe decide you want to go to another church. Find a church. That's how you rebuild your comfort. Even if you don't necessarily want to go to church, maybe listen to something online. Maybe look at a church online. If you don't want to be there, if that's easier to experience, try it. God, Jesus Christ, is the center of everything and we're all surrounding that. He is going to come back one day. And in the blink of an eye, he is going to take those with him to heaven. I am going with him. In the snap of a finger, we are going to be in the most magnificent, beautiful, odd, I don't know how to describe this place that has ever existed. And everything that we worried about when we were here is not going to matter anymore. Which is why I say to you every day, why not today? Which is why I say to you every day, never give up. Which is why I say to you every day, yes, you can. 
because we're all just getting ready to go home. And when somebody you love leaves and God decides to take them, you, you kind of can't be mad at that. You just have to be grateful that God has taken them to heaven and paradise. Because I know it must be the most beautiful thing in the world to be in God's home. There is no worry. There is no pain. There is no fear. That is where we're going. So when we're here, we need to recognize. Seriously recognize. It's all about him. Church is the center of it all. Christmas isn't about gifts. It's about your family. Sure, gifting is fun, and I love gifting, and I'm totally a gift enthusiast. 100%. But it's not about the gifts. It's about the people you're spending the time with and the memories and the celebrations, and it's not even about the pictures. It's about the experience. I'm very lucky to have an amazing, huge, big family. And every year we have the most amazing time together. And I I just get very excited because I love spending time with family. And it's a great thing to have people you can laugh with, play games with, and have amazing conversations with. Whether it's in the basement, in the kitchen, in the den, watching a movie, whatever it may be. Christmas isn't about getting things. It's about spending time together. You deserve to have balance, too. If you're feeling like you don't have balance in your life, then figure out a way to get it in your life. Maybe you need to stop talking to people and maybe you need to plan out your schedule better. Maybe you need to stop trying to do everything and start start trying to do things you can actually accomplish. Have you heard of the Mickey Fins? Mickey Fins is a store that's in Connecticut. It's on the Berlin Turnpike and it's got a bunch of stuff in there that's really good got a good shoe selection a good like uh variety of north face and a bunch of other other brands that are really decent too and the prices are nice if you're looking for like a nice sweatsuit or a nice jogger jacket or something like that i definitely recommend you go in there I'm not really big on stores or malls or stuff. So for me, I really like the store. Like I went in there today for the Christmas things that I was trying to do. But outside of that, I haven't been in the mall in so long. I didn't really, I just went in one store and I left. I didn't even bother looking at anything else. I'm just not a mall person anymore or really a store person unless I necessarily need to go there. But I think you guys would love Mickey Friends. I really do. Moving into watching things, Napoleon looks okay. Criminal record, the retirement plan. Hmm, that has uh, Nicolas Cage in it. Looks okay. It's your typical Nicolas Cage movie, so I think you'll like it. Obituary, the artful Dodger, Das Boot, surreal, surreal estate. Stephen Keem, The Storm of the Century. Looks like scary, so I want to watch it. Mr. In-Between. I saw that on Amazon. Maybe I'll try to watch it. Greg Gutfeld's on tonight. He's pretty great, as always. Grinch cookies is what we should be making for Christmas or maybe Christmas Eve. Keto meal preps. Mm, 
I don't really know if I want to continue doing meal preps. Do I really want to spend $65 a week? And not because I can't afford to spend it, but do I really want to spend $65 a week? Like, uh, at the beginning of it, like during the summer, I was loving it. But I can eat far cheaper for something that's similar. Or I could just make stuff by myself and not spend that much money every week. Like, I really think I'd rather just not do it honestly so we'll see every week is different so i'll make the decisions as we go but i don't want to be stressed out man that's all i'm saying basically smart shopping is buying things that you're going to use to eat like you meal prep out your week like what are you going to have for dinner on sunday monday tuesday wednesday thursday like what are you going to have for lunch my husband makes sandwiches every week so every week he buys like a meat and a cheese and a bread like for me it's it's typically a meal so if I'm not buying <coughs> my meal preps from my meal person, then I have to get them out the grocery store or make salads or something. I think I'm going to revert the salads. Pimento cheese sandwich. Doesn't that sound delicious? So I'm assuming you would do like potato bread, pimento cheese, then add some mozzarella, and then I would put jalapenos on it. Bomb. Put that on in the mm, I would I would put that in an air fryer or the one pan and flip it over because you want the cheese to be ooey gooey. You might even want to put that in the oven just so you can get the cheese melt right. They could be very happy with the pimento cheese sandwich. But you want to make sure you put a lot of cheese in that so it's ooey gooey, che- cheesy squeezy. Alright. After that, I think we should try making cheddar cheese coins. And I know you're like, what is that? So basically, you like have cheese. And you spread it out in a pan, non-stick, of course, with the paper. And then you get a circle-like cookie cutter. And you put that in between the cheese. And you just keep doing it till you make all the circles. Put that in the oven, let it bake. You sort of made your own, like, cheese coins. And I think you'd be very happy with that. I know it sounds weird. Go on Pinterest and see if you like it. Don't knock it till you try it, okay? Don't knock it till you try it. Grilled swordfish. Mm, I don't know about that. Maybe I try it. I haven't really been a big fan of swordfish. Like, there's something about it. Like, I like it, but uh, I'm more of a tilapia or a, a salmon kind of a person. Swordfish. Mm. One pot lasagna. Basically, with one pot lasagna, you get a one pot you know like you shove everything in there you would shove in the ricotta you would shove in some sauce you would shove in some chicken um i i think i'd stay away from the chicken stock but you'd put a little bit of chicken stock you put in some olive oil right then you'd add in mozzarella and you would add in the noodles you want to pour enough of the liquid in so it bases and cooks the noodles then you shove in the meat 
Uh, I would do spicy Italian sausage. I would do ground turkey or ground beef. Honestly, I would do Angus here. Um, shove that in there. Then you want to add some chopped tomatoes and uh, everything else that you would normally put into lasagna. Also some garlic and some maybe some thyme and some like spinach. And then put that in there. Let that simmer. Add cheese in. Add whatever else other seasonings like Italian seasoning. And you just let that cook off for a couple of hours and maybe... I, I would not say put this on for like five hours. I would say maybe like maybe two or three because you really want to make sure that this simmers and gets all the flavors that you're looking for. This is something that's not going to take a long time. Honestly, I think you could probably be done within two hours with this. And I think you'd be very impressed with the flavor and the texture and you'd love it, especially if you like lasagna soup. I definitely think you'll like one pot lasagna. My friends, that is the end of this Thursday pod. Thank you for tuning in to Born to Be a Star. And I will see you tomorrow on Friday, a.k.a. Friday. It's a Christmas concert. We will be there. So, in the meantime, I will see you tomorrow. Don't forget, you're a star wherever you are. And if you're not going to be listening to the pod tomorrow, Merry Christmas. There will not be a podcast on Monday because I'm going to be spending time with family and I'm not recording it. But I will have a podcast ready for Tuesday through Friday. Have a wonderful time with your family during the holiday. I might even consider taking a week off. We'll see what happens. Thank you for tuning in to Born to be a Star this week. And I will see you tomorrow. And like I said at the beginning of the podcast, fuck saying happy holidays. I'm saying Merry Christmas. Because you know what? This is America. I don't live in another country. I live here. I don't see why I have to say happy holidays. I don't really care about the other holidays. Honestly, if you're going to come to America, you need to fit in with us. We don't need to fit in with you. This country needs to get itself together with telling people like it is. If you're coming into a country and you're not from here, you need to figure out a way to become and adapt to the country. Not think you're going to take stuff from somewhere else and make others adapt to it. I just wanted to end off by saying that because I think it's important that we say to each other, regardless of the color of our skin, regardless of our nationalities, Merry Christmas. I'm over the holiday crap. Like, I've worked in corporate settings, and I hate the idea that they want us to say Happy Holidays. And I'm all for Jewish things, but still I'd rather say Merry Christmas. There's that. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Don't forget that you're a star wherever you are. Merry Christmas, stars. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.